I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock, and we'll continue taking your calls, comments, questions, and concerns. And we are live streaming over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page. And we were on with Joe, who was having trouble with his password with his email. You still there, Joe? <laughs> Joe, you still there? <laughs> oh, boy. Joe's having an issue. Joe, you there? Hello. Yes, there you I are. am. Baby, All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of you radio zoom Bob us uh, with that. All right, so <laughs> so you got a password issue. Bob's got some uh, some suggestions for you, and then uh, we're going to move on to the next calls. Okay, go ahead, Bob. No, well, I got one more question though. Oh, didn't you want to answer the password issue you're having or no? Uh, yeah, but then I, can I please ask one more question after that? Well, let's start with the password and let's see how it goes. Go ahead, Bob. So on your okay. pass password that you're having trouble with. Even though you're, uh, you think you're putting it incorrectly, and you may be, and it's not taking it, a couple of tricks that I do. First of all, you want to check your caps lock and your num locks and make sure that they're properly engaged. Right. The second yeah. thing you want to do is I've had where I was sure that I put it incorrectly and it wouldn't take. So then what I do is I open up a notepad on, on the uh, desktop and I type my password so I know it's correct. Then I copy and paste it into the field. And it usually works that way. Now, when I get done, I can just close the notepad without saving it, and I don't have to worry about somebody being able to find it. Right. So we're, we're thinking you're typing it in wrong is what our, our thought is, Joe. Because I, I, I had it. You know when you when you write, but then when you print on a pad and you held a piece of paper like you did in school, mm -hmm. and it's like a teacher made you print it, if you do it like that, and you know that's goof proof, and you type it in exactly like that. Yep. And then it wasn't taking it for the third or fourth time. And then it said, it, it said incorrect password. And I said, oh, did I get hacked? What's going on? And then what I did was it asked me for type in your your phone number. So I gave him my cell phone number, mm -hmm. and it asked me for a date of birth and et cetera, et cetera, stuff like that. And then it um, it it you know it shuts down, and then it turns back. You you check it a couple hours later or a day later, and then it, it, it let me back in. Is there a chance I was hacked? I don't think so. Uh, I I doubt it. If it lets you back in, I don't I don't know what happened there, but it is what it is. Uh, what what was your second question? 
Oh, that was it. I had I oh. I know f- for sure that I had typed it in because I I printed sure. every word and every. Sometimes letter. you have I, an extra space. Sometimes it's like that, and then it kept telling me wrong password. Why? That's crazy. Why did that happen? It's hard to tell you why, but sometimes it's an extra space, like Bob said, caps lock, uh, something you did. I mean, my wife and I have these issues all the time when I because she's one of the more difficult computer users we have in the family, and she'll swear she typed it in right. It's not working. I get over there and type it in, and it works for me. Um, it's usually right. just something you're doing wrong or you're transposing something. I mean, it can happen. Hope that helps you, Joe. We've got to move on to callers. All right, sir? And then, so pretty sure it wasn't hacked, correct? Correct. All right, thanks a lot, man. You got Good it. Job. Thank you. Yep. Real quick on the Facebook page here, we got Antoinette wondering about Adblock. She wants to go on um, on uh, news sites, and the news site says, hey, I noticed you have Adblock here, and they're asking her to turn off the Adblock if she wants to read the news, and she's looking for a way around that. There is no way around that. The uh, news folks need to get paid somehow, and they have ads. Um, same thing here with the radio, right? So uh, you can't block their ads and get their news at the same time. The least you could do is at least have the ads be presented to you if you want to look at that news. Um, so you simply turn off your ad block, and then it'll go ahead, and it'll sh- they'll show you the, uh, the article. Or you're going to skip off to another source of news, which, again, Six one half a dozen. Since you weren't going to look at the ad anyways, the newspaper who was offering you that information doesn't care that you're not going to stay there. I guess either. So it's a really tough business that they're in these days. But if you want to get the news from that site, turn off your ad block. Uh, another uh, another uh, person on the stream here is asking uh, about my Roomba. It's a little robot vacuum that we've gotten. Uh, I still love it. The problem we have now is that everybody's home, and the idea of the Roomba is to have it run when you're not home. So you don't hear it run, and you come home to a clean house. But when you're all home, you can't have it running. So until this whole COVID thing is over, it's just sitting in its dock charging because every time I try to run it, someone yells at me, turn off that Roomba. (laughs) But it does work really well. Um, So uh, let's go back to your calls here. We're going to go to Lori in Deep River next. What's going on, Lori? Hey, good morning. morning. Um, Get this thing off speaker if I can figure out how to do that. There we go. Um, two questions. Um, and I just added a third one. I went in to log it to my Gmail account. On mobile phones, uh, Android, yep. I'm pretty sure you're going to say malware bytes. Is that the best for getting rid of or viruses protection? On your mobile phone? On the mobile phones. Believe it or not, we're not going to say malware bytes. I'm going to say oh. e- ESET. E-S-E-T. It's a good okay. free antivirus for Android phones. Okay. Oh, um, yep. Malwarebytes, as far as I'm concerned, is a remediation tool. It's not an active virus tool. It's only if you get hit with malware that you'd want okay. to use it. I don't even know. I've never even considered using it for my, my cell phone. Have you ever used it for your cell phone, Bob? No. No. Okay. So ESET would be a good antivirus. Okay. I'm glad I asked that one. And mm-hmm. what about getting rid of – we used to have AVG, I believe it was mm. – for emptying the trash, getting rid of excess files and things like that, what can we use since you – I know you said you do not want it. Yeah, AVG is, a, is something out of the Czech Republic that I wouldn't recommend yeah. anymore. Um, yeah. That was cl- about a while ago, but haven't yeah. replaced it. Well, Windows 10 has a pretty basic built-in system cleanup, right, Bob? Yeah, it does. But uh... On the phones? Oh, this is your phone again? Yeah, this is on the phones. Oh, gee. 
Uh, well, you're going to have to go through and clean up your applications on your own. That's what I do. Oh, I manually go. One. Okay. Yeah, go through them. Just be sure you want them on there. The, the people load so much junk on their phone, you don't even realize what's on there. And, and there's risks involved, security risks, tracking risks, and, of course, all sorts of other malicious risks mm-hmm. for uh, applications uh, on your phone. So I'd go through each application and, and look at it and say, do I really need this? And then you just uninstall it. Um, oh. The tools these days built into Windows to Android 10 are, are pretty straightforward. They do a good job themselves now of securing and maintaining the phone for you. So you shouldn't need a third party. Okay. What, right. what Android do you have, Lori? What, what flavor? I have an Xperia Compact. Is it a what? What version of Android are you running? Do you know? Uh, let me see if I can find that out quickly. It'd be under System. Oh, let me put this back on speaker because I didn't hear what you just said. Oh, you're talking with that phone. There we go. I can hear you back. Um, if you go to system, it'll tell you. If you go to system and about, it should tell you the version of Android you're running. Okay. Settings and storage. What do I have? Not storage, system. No, I'm, I'm scrolling through. Um, oh. About the phone. Hmm. Come on. Model. Android version 8. Um, okay. So it's an older Android version. Um, the current version out there is 10. Oh, okay. But well, that doesn't mean anything. It's okay. It can be. Right. Uh, your phone might be older. Yeah, two years maybe. Okay. Believe it or not, that's a long time in Android world. <laughs> um, but again, don't change it out just because of that. But I would go through and remove any applications that you don't use anymore. Um, that's really all you have to do. Uh, unfortunately, you're not going to get some of the security benefits that you do get with um, Android 10 because it's just not as smart with Android 8. Um, okay. But other than that, I, there's no real third party that I'd, I would bring up uh, to have you run because some of those third parties were not as uh, pure as the wind-driven snow as everyone thought they were, so you got to be a little careful with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That I understand. Um, okay, and I just want to log into my Gmail account so I could um, get onto the Ophthalmic Photographer Society. Mm-hmm. And... It came up with a Gmail account that's not mine, KSDPMMMP. I've never, obviously, that's not me. Right. So when you're logging in, are you logging in from your phone or from a browser? No, I'm on my um, computer laptop, and I just want to log into my Gmail account, but in the area where it says sign in, it automatically filled in this strange Gmail. Believe it or not, it sounds like your keyboard had something on it. To me. Physically on it, like a cat walking across it. Yeah, that's such a weird. It's just such a oh, weird. Oh no, that happens all the time. There, so that might be the case. I would just back, backspace, because obviously, if you logged in with your password, it wouldn't have worked. It, no, I have not logged in yet. That it right. automatically filled that in. Right. So something pre-filled it. Maybe you would type something. Maybe there's something in the cache of the keyboard that filled it when you uh, brought up your your account, but I highly doubt there's anything malicious there because you're not going to be able to put your password in and get anywhere. Yeah, so, no, I, I haven't entered a password because I was wondering if that was even safe. Yeah, well, it wouldn't have worked because it's than not your account. It. Yeah, I would just yeah. back, backspace out and put your, your proper yeah. Gmail account in there and log in. You should be fine. I just think that was something that was stuffed in the queue, in the uh, keyboard queue, uh, or something walked across your, your keyboard, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, three cats will do that. So Three cats, yes. 
Highly, yeah. highly, highly good chance there. It sounds too too bizarre of a login. Right Cats now. like to use your keyboard when you're not looking. Yeah. Yeah, I, I also posted a photo of one of my cats helping me to sew masks. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's very helpful. She lended a paw. Very <clears> nice, very nice. So I think you're okay there. Okay, great. Thank you very much. All right, Lori, thank you. Have a good weekend. Yep, you guys too. Bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to step out for a quick break. we got Mike and Jim on the line. And uh, two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We are Facebooking, live streaming over at WTIC's Facebook page. And if Mark Zuckerberg deems it worthy, he'll share it with other people. And the only way he does this is if you share the stream with your folks and friends and or if you comment and saying you're there. We'd love to know where you're, where you're watching us from. Uh, it'd be kind of neat to know that as well. So uh, feel free to make sure you do that. Everything we've talked about today has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you follow us at Tab Computer Systems on Facebook and you like us, the same stories we talked about should get into your news feed there. We'll be right back. going to be here till 11 o'clock and uh on the stream we've got paul had a question as far as uh ram uh he bought uh two eight gig ram bars for his dell 8700 desktop which takes 32 gigs of ram max there are four slots total and uh he's got pre-installed four gig sticks from dell and he's wondering if he should have them uh if, if he should leave them and put them put the new ram in uh, to the slots, or uh, should he replace them? And what are you going to say, Bob, to that? Well, I would say that following what we talked about off air is that right. he should probably just remove the the uh, two four gig sticks, because if the older RAM is slower, has a slower clock speed, the newer sticks will revert back to the slowest speed. Right. So if he replaces them, he'll still get up to sixteen gigs, or even thirty two gigs. Right. Right. But the smartest thing to do would be to buy you know, four matched sticks and, and right. put the full 32 in. So replace them all is what we would tell you to do. It's easier. It'll work better in the long run. And, of course, the older RAM has a higher chance of failure. Nothing worse That's than trying too. to figure out why your computer stopped working. Um, all right, let's get back to your calls. You are nice enough to join us on this snowy Saturday morning. We're going to go to Mike in West Hartford first. What's going on, Mike? Um, hi. Uh, good morning. Morning. Uh, thanks for taking my call, and appreciate the service that you guys do, and it's very, very valuable. Just want to let you know. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, I live in West Hartford, and I'm looking for a service providers. Um, wondering if you happen to know of any, in addition to Frontier and Comcast, aside from the satellites. Um, I tried scouring the Internet, and those are the only two that I've come up with. What? In West Hartford, you've got one of the best alternatives on the planet called GoNetSpeed. Uh, they don't provide, in, in the area that I live, they don't provide the service there. They don't like fiber there yet. They're coming. They're coming, yeah, but unfortunately I need, like, <laughs> yesterday, you know. It's All right. So the your only choice will be probably uh, cable service because Frontier, as we know, is filing for Chapter 11 mm -hmm. protections. I mean, maybe they'll come out of it, maybe they won't. Heck, maybe their poles will be for sale, and now GoNetSpeed can buy some poles and get their stuff on the Frontier poles because uh, – of the of the bankruptcy, who knows? But your only real option for fast internet will be your cable provider, and that'll be it. It'll either be Cox or Comcast, whoever is in your area. I don't think you have a choice of either or. It's one or the other. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're right. You got it, Mike. But wait until GoNetSpeed gets there, man. You're going to love that when it comes. We're all jealous. Yeah. It's just a matter of time, I guess. It is. Just tell them, tell them you're interested, and they'll try to get over there. They keep expanding. 
I, I have. I've called them. I had a, um, you know, a conversation with them, and unfortunately, they're, <clears throat> excuse me, they're still put on hold. Yeah. Well, they're, they're trying. I know they're recently expanding, so keep an eye on it, Mike. Good luck. Thanks. You got it. Uh, let's go on to Jim in Berlin next. What's going on, Jim? Morning. Morning. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? What can we do for you? Okay, got a question for you. Um, last November or December, I took, um, I, I don't know what you call them, icons or folders from my desktop, and I put them into documents. All right. Okay? I just because I had so many on my on my screen. Yeah. Um, the other day, I went to go into a folder to look for something, and the folder was empty. Uh-oh. I clicked on some other folders, and all the folders that I did last November, December, are totally empty. But newer ones that I did, like maybe a month or so ago, there's things, the items are still in it. What could have happened? Well, we like to say user error. What's that? <laughs> we call it user error. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good with computers. Yeah, so you may not have moved them where you thought you did. Is there a file name that you could do a search on? Because you might have stuck them somewhere else. Most likely, that's. I what know, happened. but if the but if the folder is there in documents, the folders are there. You yep. know, I have job names, and I have they're all sitting there. But when you click on them, they're empty. They're empty. So now I, I hear what you're saying. So I, hear, I split them over. You know, I split them from the desktop. I split them over to documents, and they moved. But now I went to go open them, and there's nothing in them. But the newer ones, yeah, they have, have them. The items in, yeah. But if you do a search in your just your local C drive for yeah. those job names, yeah, do you find them or no? I, I I'm not. I'm actually driving right now, so okay. I'm not. There. I just happen to hear you guys talking, so I'm like, yeah. I gotta call the guys and see if they can help me out. Yeah, yeah. Well, the so other go into C drive and and type in the type in the folder name. Not a folder name. You want to look for a, a file name that might have existed in the folder that you think is empty. I just think you oh, slid okay. it to the wrong spot. I, I think you might have had, instead of folders on your desktop, they might have been shortcut to, shortcuts to folders. That's true. So if you move the shortcuts over, then they're not going to work. Right. They're just empty. There's All they are is just a quick link to a directory that still exists. Just a pointer, basically. Right. So do you understand the difference? So I have, so I have to try to find so every every single file that I might have had in there, I have to look for. Well, it's not, it was never in there. Bob is saying that might have just been a quick link, a folder redirection uh, yeah. to existing folders, and all you did was clear out the the icon. Uh, there's actually no data in the icon. Oh. There. Oh, I got you. Oh, I understand what you're saying. So uh, my okay. thought is to have you search for a file name, and then you might find where you actually are sticking your data. And this is a common problem for people who don't realize where they're putting their files. And you could have you could have it in a folder called Jobs, for all you know, and you created that originally. And uh, now all of a sudden you're looking for the file, and it's going to be over there in this job folder that you just forgot that you had configured, I'm guessing, to that effect. But you need to know what you're looking for. So that's okay. half the battle. I will try that. All right, Jim. Good luck, sir. Thank you, Mike. You got it. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to stay around, stick around with us. And, of course, Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on this, on your health advice and probably talk a bit about COVID. And, uh, of course, then after that, uh, who's coming? I think Pastor Will will be in. And then, of course, Todd comes in as well um, this afternoon. So stick around here at WTIC. Everything we've talked about is posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. And we are live streaming over at WTIC's Facebook page. We'll be right back. And we are back. 
This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're in the final stretch. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and then stick around for Dr. Alessi. And, of course, we are on the Facebook live stream over at WTIC's Facebook page. Of course, it is recorded, and you can look back at that any time. Of course, you can always go to the podcast over at radio.com, and uh, all of our links are available over at computertalkwithtab.com. Let's get on to your calls. We're going to go to Lorraine in Madison next. What's going on, Lorraine? Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you, and thanks for taking my call. I have... um, a, a Lenovo ThinkPad that I, I don't know how old it is. I think it's probably about seven years old. And I turned it on the other day, and I had a totally different screen, and everything was gone. I couldn't find any of my folders, um, any of my favorites. Everything was gone. Any idea on what happened? Hmm. Were you, were were you able to log in as your normal username? No, no. So how did you no, log I, in? How did you get your machine up? I uh, I just turned it on, and um, a background screen came on, and I tried to log on, and they said they couldn't they couldn't accept that, and I was logged in as a I don't know as a visitor or something like that. Temporary user. Okay, so what do you, what did she got to do? How can she get back? She has a corrupt profile, I think. Okay. And so what she needs to do is to uh, actually fix it. It's uh, going to involve some registry changes. I can uh, oh boy. research that and <laughs> post a link. I was afraid of that, yeah. I, but I, uh, um, before we go down that road, I, I was thinking maybe it's just time to get a new laptop. Um, if you believe the universe is telling you to do so. <laughs> are, you, are you running on Windows 7? No, Windows 10. Oh, okay. That's How old is the machine? I don't know. Seven years, seven years old. Oh, maybe? you said seven. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. It is time to get a new machine by default. Okay. Um, so seven years is a long time. Yeah. But uh, you've, you know, with a corrupt profile, we can put a link up to try to have you uh, follow the instructions to restore a corrupt profile. But a seven-year-old machine, definitely... You know, not worth spending too much time on it. I wouldn't have a professional look at it. They're going to charge you. No, I, a couple I wasn't bucks. going to. I don't want anybody kind of with all that's going on here um, with the coronavirus and all. Mm-hmm. I just want to try to fix this myself if I can, or else just go new. Yep. Um, I know at one point you had talked about the HP laptops. Was there, yeah. um, you recommended them. Was there, a, I, I don't remember if there was a specific model. Was yeah. it the HP? It's an Envy. Envy or Envy. That's okay. That's what I have written down from one of your past call uh, shows. Yeah, and stick um, with the metal casing. Don't go with the plastic. Those hinges do not yeah. last. But the metal casing version of the Envy, you know, I've gotten for all three of my boys through college, and so far they haven't broken them. <laughs> that sounds good. Mm-hmm. And um, any so I I don't do anything complicated on on the laptop. I I just you know maybe a few uh, DIY YouTube vi- videos, but otherwise it's just email and Amazon and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, any any specific? So now I'm very computer illiterate, but gigs or RAMs or whatever you're, it is you're talking about. Yeah, for, I would stay uh, with an. An i5 processor for you, minimum, 8 gigs of RAM, and 256 gig solid-state drive would be the minimums. Solid-state. Yep. Okay. You might find that for between six, 700 or so, and it'll give you easily another six or seven years of service, just like your oh, last one. Oh, great. Too. 
And um, and does does that come with that comes with an operating system, right? Does It'll that... come with Windows 10 generally. Yep. Okay. All right. So presumably, I just have to plug it in, turn it on, and I should be good to go. Uh, yeah, it. generally, yep. Plug it in, uh, log yeah. in, create your account, and you should be good to go. Um, okay. Everything you said. I already have a Microsoft account, and I heard you just talking about it on one of the prior calls that I could still use that same account on mm -hmm. on this uh, on the new computer. You okay. should have no trouble with that. Yep. All right. Well, if you would, I, I wouldn't mind just kind of poking around and see if I can get some of my folders back. I I back them up on a thumb drive a couple of months ago, but unfortunately I, I didn't do it more recently, so I'm missing a few months, but it's nothing that I can't um, work around, but I okay. just thought maybe I'd take a look and see if I can find some of my other stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to find a good article that describes how to deal with a corrupt profile and walks you through okay. it if possible. Okay. I really appreciate this. I listen to your show every week. You guys are great. Thank you for your help. Our pleasure, Lorraine. Thank you. Take care. Bye -bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right. So I just lost all the caller names there, Bob. <laughs> no, there. I just got to scroll yeah, up. There Sorry. There. We're going to go to Lynn in Newington next. Hey, Lynn, what's up? Lynn, you Hi, there? Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for taking my call. And sure. I think your last um, caller might have helped answer my question. Uh-oh. Um, I'm looking for a new um, laptop, and I just wanted your advice. I'm yep. Similar, not that computer savvy. You know, I don't do any gaming or anything on that and just wanted your advice on what to get. Yeah, that last spec I gave Lorraine is the same thing that we'd recommend for you. I5, 8 gigs of RAM, 256 gigs solid state drive, five to $700, HP Envy. But make sure it's the metal um, case of the machine, not a plastic one. Okay. Now, you said I5. I didn't catch that. What I5 that? processor. That's your CPU. Oh. That's the brain's. Yep. 8 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs solid-state hard drive. Thank you so much, and you have a great day. You too, Lynn. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Let's move on to Lee in Ashford. What's going on, Lee? Hello. Hey. What can we do for you? Hey, okay. Um, I got a suspicious email earlier in the week. It was from Email Help Desk, mm. and apparently, well, I don't know if it really is, it says at Yahoo!, our utmost priority is to keep your account secure. Mm -hmm. Thank you for using our best-in-class domestic email service. However, you surprise us with your request to delete this account. That is suspicious. That is a phishing scheme. Yeah, because it says it was received from your HP Pavilion X360, which I don't have that kind of computer. Right. And it was received, you logged in from Mexico. Right. It's, oh. a, it's, a, it's a scam. So... Um, no one's ever going to do that. No, no company is going to go ahead and send you a, an email like that. Um, if yeah. you're if you're curious, obviously you can do not follow any links in that email. It says and it has a support helpline to call. Don't call uh, them. Don't call them. No. 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 They're not no. real. They're tricking you. They're going to charge you. They're going to get a credit card from you and fix nothing. Yeah. Um, but if you want to check your Yahoo account, do you have a Yahoo account? Yeah, I do. And I went into Yahoo's, you know, help area yep. and they had a way to contact them by email but they didn't have a phone number i couldn't find right. a phone number well no they, so, they're, they're not human there's no humans running yahoo come on <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of computers just think uh, of uh you know skynet that's running yahoo but anyway 
it did say if we send you an email, it'll have our little Y symbol in the address, which this one does not have that. Okay. Well, that's a good, another good clue that you had. It's a fake email you're looking at there. So delete it. It's just somebody trying to trick you into calling them, and then they'll act like they're helping you. It's just like the Microsoft scam, only oh. with Yahoo now. That's all. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I'm glad I called you because I didn't know whether to call that number. Oh. Well, do you have Prince Albert in a can? What's that? Do you have Prince Albert in a can? <laughs> no. do, you remember, do you remember that old joke, Prince Albert in a can, let him out? Isn't that like the old I, Prince I, I Albert? That's an old, that goes way back many years. Well, I'm not that young. But the point <laughs> is that they're assuming you do have Prince Albert in a can, and that's why it's so funny. You're going to say let him out, right? That's what they're trying to do is they're assuming you have a Yahoo account. They're assuming you've got a Microsoft account. They're trying to trick you with a, yeah. your Gmail account. They're, going to, they're just going to blast these ma emails out, and believe it or not, a large percentage of you call the number. Oh, boy. Okay. So I'm glad you didn't I, leave. Uh, oh, I'm glad I called. Yep. Um, Me too. One other thing, just I happen to think, uh, you were talking about Zoom earlier in the show. Yeah. Um, I have Google Duo on my phone. Nice. You can video chat with people. Yep. It works great. It's it so does. simple to download, and it's encrypted on both ends of the call. It is. It's great. Yep, that works tremendous. It's like FaceTime. It's like Apple FaceTime. works the same way. And you can way. have up to eight people on a call. Yep, good point. That works well. I love it, and I'm recommending it to everybody. Definitely. Okay. All right, Lee. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, sir. Okay. All right, we're going to see you later. Bye-bye. We're going to step out for a quick break. Bob and Howard, hang on. A couple lines open for you. We're here till 11 o'clock. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're going to try to get to all your calls if we can. We'll go as fast as we can. We're going to go to Bob in Windsor Locks first. What's going on, Bob? Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you, sir? I got a question. Well, if, if I was to hook up my computer to like a 48-inch screen, you nice. know, like a you know, TV, yeah. and and you've got two windows open, and on the, on the taskbar you click side-by-side, side. is there a way of having each screen actually be like full screen like you have if you had it on a computer monitor so you don't have to use the sliders yeah i mean you can you can have each screen independent you can have each screen mirror each other you can set up your screens however you like um, you can full screen the entire window of whatever application you're doing if you want to watch youtube or something on that big 46 inch tv you well, can do that you want to have two screens side by side two different on the, ones two different yep you just go ahead and open two youtube browsers right and then have yep. One on the left, one on the right, and then you just frame them out right on the screen. But, sure. But I didn't know if, if it would fit. You know, like if you had, if you hit full screen, if it's going to, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, not full screen. Like, like if you're on a monitor of a computer, yeah. you do full screen on two monitors, and then you hit side by side so you can have them on one monitor. They always have the sliders to be able to, you know, up and down or left to right. It'll depend on how you've set. So if you hit the little upper upper box there, right? Yeah. Um, next to the X, it'll either be in the full screen mode or the slider mode. Right. So if you have the second okay. monitor you're going to use, you can easily arrange that. Sure. What are you going to do with it? Oh, I, I was just, no, I mean, like if, like sometimes when I'm, you know, when, if I'm playing a game or ser searching, but I have a T, like I have uh Comcat, not Comcat, Contour with Cox. Mm -hmm. Not for long. I'm yeah. ready to cut the cord. I'm waiting for my antenna to come. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like I watch, I watch like a TV show, and or or I'll have something, or whatever I'm doing, browsing or whatever on the other screen, side gotcha. by side. Okay. 
Very good. Yeah, you can do that. No problem. Okay. I'll try it out. All right, Bob. Have fun. Yep. Yep. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go on to uh, Howard in Florida next. Hey, Howard. You there? Hi, Eric. How are you? Good. How are you doing, sir? Nice and warm. Uh, Rub it listen, in. I have a, uh, an Acer Chromebook, yeah. and it's one of the newer ones. And it, uh, are you there? Yes, sir. And, and uh, I'm really pleased with it. I would assume it's probably very similar to the ones that are be- being given out to uh, uh, school children. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm very satisfied with it, except I have uh, some new program- problems that have popped up. Uh, I was having trouble with a wireless mouse. Yep. It just stopped working. I checked the batteries. They were fine. I moved the uh, dongle from uh, port to port. didn't come back. So I ordered a new uh, mouse and plugged it in, and it worked. Okay. And now it stopped working. Yikes. Where? So you get, hmm. Go ahead. Well, you have an issue with your Bluetooth. Now, does the, does the actual Chromebook have its own Bluetooth, or do you have to use the dongle? Uh, it, has, uh, it has its own, I believe, yes. All right. Then you, so you don't need to use a dongle then with this mouse. Is that what you're trying? Are you, or, or are you using the dongle? I'm using the dongle. So my point is you may want to take the dongle off and try to okay. sync your mouse up with the native Bluetooth that's on the, the laptop itself. Okay, okay, great. I'll try that. That could be conflicting is what I'm getting at. I got it. All right. Uh, second question is uh, I can have multiple uh, tabs open sure. on Windows. And uh, I, I have one, uh, one window that's, that's locked. It's frozen. And I can't. If I try to exit out, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, compute. I can't get rid of it. Well, that's a good one. But that's. It's not a Windows operating system. You're using a Chromebook, right? Correct. Correct. Hmm. I have no idea why that would be. How about you, Bob? No, I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> the, the other windows work fine. It's yeah. Just this one is frozen on the screen. So there is a function called a window tab lock. Okay. Um. I got a feeling, and this is not an uncommon thing, so it does look like you have some sort of setting that you've set here on your Chromebook that has locked it in some way. Would you recommend uh, going to settings and restore that? No, I think I think there's a way to correct it. Um, well, you can do a reset to all, but I'm not so sure that's where your problem is. But it looks like it's a feature because you've got a, you got a browser window that's stuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if we can do a little research here and see if uh, we can figure out where how to unstick it. There's got to be a, a combination of keys that you have maybe you've chosen to to lock it. I don't know how to do that. I've never locked my Chrome that way, um, but clearly you have. So we got to figure out how that how that occurs. I don't want to take up too much radio time to do it, but we'll try to find a an answer and post it for you. Okay, Howard. That, that would be great. One last question. Uh, I've been using TurboTax on the disk forever. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to tr- change over to the online, the cloud version. Okay. And my question is, how does it grab the information that previously was on the disk that is now in a file on my machine? I think you're going to have to upload it to the cloud. Okay. That's the only way that I, they're going to get it. They're not going to, unless they're going to read it off the the local uh, software. But I got a feeling you have to upload it. Okay. Well, the, the Chrome doesn't have a a, a uh, a uh, disk 
obviously. Well, there is a disc. You have you have an opera. You have a drive. Yeah. So it's you're going to have to get your you're, you're going to have to get your everything is in the cloud. No, I understand that, but I'm just saying you're going to have to get the data from your local disk up to the cloud in some way, either with an upload function or, I mean, maybe it'll read it off the local um, TurboTax software. I don't know if they've got a way to sync it up there. They might. They might have okay. a, a mechanism to have you do that. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know uh, online.com yeah. if what I find. That'd be great. You, you can relate it to other people. All right. Make sure you use a good password on that. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoy your program. Hi, Bob, and uh, I listen to you often. Oh, thanks, Howard. We, we appreciate it. Yeah, bye-bye from Florida. Bye-bye, yep. Bob from Florida is taking off. Let's go on to Rocky from Grand Rapids, Michigan. What's going on, Rocky? Uh, good morning, good morning. Following up on a call you had earlier this hour about reading newspapers and ad block. Uh, yes, coding. sir. Uh, yeah. Um, so what I have done for a long time w- with that and depends on your goal and what you're uh, trying to do, but in my case, um, let's say I start as a Drudge Report and I do a click and it takes me over to New York Times or something, then I immediately copy that link into my clipboard and open up um, incognito incognito browsing. Yeah. Adblock is not there. Adblock is not automatically not there because you're doing private browsing. and so. Um, right, so you, then you're going to see the ads, right? Um, you're going to see the ads, but you're not turning off on and off things that can get very confusing. Yep, that's fair. Um, so you do it that way. It, 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 you also eliminate uh, adding more cookies onto your hard disk. Mm-hmm. That's a good approach. And, uh, yeah, it, it works well. It's an option for the person. See, they, you know, you try it out. Yeah. Um, simple enough and uh, works well for me. And that's great. I mean, the, for me, I mean, I feel bad for the for the poor writer of the the article. I mean, I, I know, mm-hmm. you know, they if, if they don't get any kind of compensation for writing the article. We're not going to have any more articles um, to be read. So, you know, if yeah, you really can play for the newspapers for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but once you start opening up the ad block for them, then you're going to start getting pop-ups like crazy they're going to try to get you to do things you may not want to do i don't disagree so it's really up to them to be nice to us they have to be nice to us but but two sides of the same coin yes sir your point is well taken all right rocky thanks for the information let's go on to mark in bristol next what's going on mark we got only a minute or so yeah i know i got to make it real quick i'm watching the clock i called last week with regard to the windows pin and the windows password and we were ready to burn down both machines here, the three of us. Yep. It turns out that Windows 10 is used when you set up Windows 10 on a certain machine, a particular machine, and it's only good for that machine. The, the password that we're talking about was the local password, and that you can set up on any machine. Yep. The biggest problem I came across was Windows, I'm sorry, Microsoft's semantics, where they were using PIN interchangeably with password. Gotcha. So it took me a it took me like an hour and a half of reading and researching to understand what was happening. The light came on, and I was able to fix it, and everything works. The only caveat is that somehow it disabled my local password on the other machine, which I easily reset. Very good. So you got through it. Got through it. Oh, it's all, everything's fine, yeah. Good to hear, Mark. Hopefully we were helpful in some way, but I'm glad you got it fixed for you. Well, I didn't burn down the machines like, uh, like Bob wanted me to do, but I got it fixed. All right, Mark. Congratulations, and thanks for the update. 
Thank you. Take care. All right. Take it easy. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. Uh, obviously, we are on the stream over at WTIC's Facebook page. That is recorded and accessible for later if you want to check it out later. Of course, you can check out the podcast at radio.com. Everything that we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. I want to thank Matt. Soroy's back in the studio in Farmington for producing. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live for us. And uh, thank you guys again. Stick around. Dr. Leslie's up next. We will see you next week, or you will see us. Either way. <laughs>